0: is rising on an emerging generation of kings george's chapter 7 the bible says from verse 13 Judges 7 for time's sake i already read alone but please we're kind enough to continue on the by looking at the projector Alright, for time's sake, I'll read alone. The word says, And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. Jerry, I'm going to need you. It came to a tent and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Somebody is about to overturn some long-standing structures. Somebody may feel as faint as a loaf of barley bread, but Cossie, get ready. Because you are about to knock out some people who have been Cossie for too long. Some people who have relaxed and who have built their tent on the kingdom territory that god has assigned to you and your destiny you are about to roll into those places and take those places by storm i'm not sure if that person i'm speaking to is in the service but i proclaim to you under god you are about to roll and run into a place of significance and capacity let me tell you what the bible says concerning this loaf of bread he said that the bread So some of you, you feel like your life is turning on your own. uh, Or how how did we used to say? Turning on your own. See, God, sometimes to look like your life is tumbling because there is something you are going to overturn. So this somersault, this routine, this rolling upside down that it seems you've been in for a while where things, you've been dizzy for a little bit. You've not gotten your orientation. Who knows what I'm talking about? Everybody wants to tear down the tent, but nobody wants to tumble. God says, Gideon, for you to bring down that tent, you are going to look like you're losing orientation. He says, A loaf of barley bread tumbled, but when it gets to the camp of the Midianites, it's going to strike it and the tent is going to collapse. In other words, let me encourage you, loaf, you are not going to collapse. You may tumble, but you will not collapse. You may look like you're somersaulting, but you're another one who will be overturned. And by the way, just in case you're wondering, why did God make me a loaf of bread? Well, God made himself a loaf of bread. He said, I am the living bread. So you're of the same material that Jesus is made up of. And if Jesus could overturn the works of hell and crush the paths of darkness, God is going to use you in your frailty, in your infirmity, in your weakness, in your seeming confusion, in your seeming overwhelm get ready king something is about to turn I feel it already I sense it in the spirit you are not going to be crushed by the wayside you are the one who will crush things you are the one who will crush through things yes you are not invited to the party but you are about to redefine the entire industry nobody give you a chance nobody give you an idea oh my god I prophesy under god this morning where is Jerry on the keys I need some help with the minstrel I proclaim concerning you this Assaulting is not for nothing. You wrote that exam once. Then twice. Then three times. That is tumbling. You are tumbling like a tumbler. But get ready. Oh ye biri come. Something is about to happen to you and through your life. You are going to overturn it. It's been in your family for a long time. You will overturn it. It's been in the nation for a long time. You will overturn it. It's been in the church for a long time. I hope you know that church is changing already. And some of you don't even know that God is positioning you as the new voice. The new vessels, the new individuals that are going to overturn the works of hell. I proclaim under you the days of dizziness are over. You are about to hit the tent. You are about to hit the tentacles. You are about to overturn the works of hell. If it's you I'm talking about, shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! Struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed verse 14 then his companion answered and said this is nothing else but the sword of Gideon the son of Joash a man of Israel into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp and so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshiped Can I just announce to somebody right now There are many of us God has told us certain things And we did not believe God He took an enemy saying it for us to believe it The person who had this dream Had no covenant with God It was a Midianite Oh y'all Isn't it interesting How God already told you something But he didn't believe it until your boss Thought he was yapping you But in his yapping you was actually prophesying oh you're not getting this until your boss said why are you carrying yourself like the CEO of this company whereas that was what God already told you so why why are you always having the best ideas as if you are the captain of this industry see many times when the enemy is confirming the word of God it sounds like a criticism oh where are those I'm speaking to this one it sounds like they are yapping you. But in the midst of the accusation, there's a confirmation. If it's your word, say something. God I told him that, but, but he, he, he was still nervous. But the moment the enemy said it, the Bible says that he worshipped and he returned to the camp of Israel and, and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Verse 16, Then he divided the 300 men into three companies and put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty peaches and torches inside the peaches. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. Watch. And when I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. Somebody is about to move from saying to doing. So today's message is salt and light is not arise and talk. It's arise and shining is the doing of what light is. Light is the noun, shining is the verb. Light is who you are, shine is what you do. Look at your neighbor, come on honor her, can you honor her and say, don't just talk it, shine it look at somebody say, you can call me shine, shine bubble shine, shine But you can call me you can call me call me you can call me my ministers are not even saying anything how, how do you all lead it said, arise and when you see me do Do as I do. Verse 18. When I blow the trumpet. somebody's about to blow. I and all who are with me. Then you also blow the trumpets on every side of the whole camp. And say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And then they do that and we see the miracles. Let me get right to it. I want to give us eight points today. The very first thing about this is number one. Take a bow. If you're going to rise and shine, rising and shining does not start with standing and doing. It starts with bowing before what God has already done. So write this down. Point number one, take a bow. And as a corollary to that, influence has a posture. Influence has a posture. Influence has a posture. Take a bow. Influence has a a posture. When God wants to use you as a kingdom influencer the very first posture you must take is to bow before him who is the greatest influence of all influences a man who does not manifest influence from a place of worship is a dangerous man he's going to become a dictator a manipulator, an abuser he's going to be cruel, he's going to be wicked insensitive because if you have not bowed how will you know what it feels like to serve How will you know what it feels like not to be seen, not to be visible? How will you know how to cherish the people that God has brought under your care? Please let me propose to you that Gideon did not win this battle without first of all bowing. There is a generation that is so used to standing up. So we stand up for our rights and we stand up for this and we stand up for that. But God says if I want you to stand, I first of all call you to bow why the highest place in the world is not where you stand before men but where you bow before god the man who bows before god will always rise higher than the one who stands before men because your authority and your posture and your capacity has to come from the one who has called you look at somebody say take a bow i love that energy particularly from about the side but come on match up that energy and say take a bow There are people who have listened to little Bow Wow, but they've not even bowed a little bit. Uh, Maybe that's why sometimes uh, they begin to behave as if they are not sheep, but they are dogs. The Bible says outside are the dogs. Are there sheep in here who sometimes are sheepish before God and who are willing to bow before God? Somebody say "Take take a bow. When you look through the whole Bible, you're going to see that every kingdom influencer was first of all an authentic worshiper abraham defines time seasons epochs he defines much of what we call the bible today till today the three major religions the three major faith persuasions across the world take their origin from abraham thank you very much for that that's powerful from abraham so you see uh the jews judaism rooted in abraham you see christianity traceable to abraham you see the muslims traceable to abraham what is it about this guy one of the major things about all these guys that he's a worshiper he's a worshiper we see the greatest demonstration of worship not only in building the altar because people can build altars but we see the demonstration of worship in him offering something from himself as the sacrifice on the altar isn't that interesting that we have a generation of people who can respond to the altar call yet refuse to be the sacrifice on it oh can I talk right now how it's so easy for us to gravitate towards an altar and we see the, the makeup and the aesthetic and we see the structure and we gather but are you on the altar God says the New Testament sacrifice has nothing to do with lambs and bulls and goats and turtle doves but the New Testament sacrifice is in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 where it begins say I beseech you burn by the mercy of God that you present what your body a leaf sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God why this is your reasonable worship that means that worship is predicated on sacrifice unto God. So worship is not what I do when you know Tinu is leading us so powerfully and I'm clapping. I can dance around and not worship. How many of you know that I can shed tears and not worship? Because some people are shedding tears because they are touched by the cross. But some people are shedding tears because they wish that the prayer leader was not yet married and and stood a chance. Can I? can I talk a little bit can I talk a little bit come on talk to me this morning how many of you know that the Bible says man looks at the outward appearance but God looks where at the heart so all of us are crying but our reasons are different are we here how many of you know that people can look good for different reasons some people can look good because they want to augment and accentuate their inner beauty and all the glories of God repose in their physical structures and others want to look good so they can pet pe- somebody that you think you can wear that dress will do white better after this service oh come on, talk to me people uh, uh, yeah 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 can we talk I need more energy this morning some people can do it because they finally have said to god i must catch a man this month this month must not pass me by because i'm my birthday is this month no deeds to those who are celebrating august but by the way may god send you an august visitor and guess what his name might be augustine even though he's august, might not be. might not be in high five somebody say take a bow let me propose to you, every major influencer in the world is buying before a spirit somewhere. Every major influencer. Musical influencers, they're buying before his spirit. Influencers in movies, they bow before spirits. At the very highest level. I'm not talking about the wakapas, the day players, or the night crawlers. Right? I'm not talking about people that when they appear in a movie, they have to, you have to rewind and pause. Say, ah, that's me, that's me, behind the mango tree. Can I see? can you see that yellow hand that's my band. then the credits they don't like really put their full name they just put initials j-o-d-y extras so i'm not talking about i'm saying at the very highest levels So some of the superstar musicians who release their sounds and they go across the earth, they actually go into isolation. Some of them lock themselves up in rooms. Some of them lock themselves up uh, in forests. Some of them enter into gardens and they commune with spirits. Now, if you're a, a believer and you want to release a sound to counter that sound, have you bowed or is it coming from your vocal cords? Shall take a bow. Somebody shall take a bow. Many believers have forgotten how to take a bow because we just want to rest on the finished work of Jesus. And when I say rest, I'm putting that in parentheses because the rest in the finished work of Jesus is not docility or laziness, that rest is active engagement of grace by the power of the Spirit that work in you. That's what that rest is. That means that you're not laboring out of your carnality or strength or physical effort, but you're laboring out of grace. That's what that rest is. Are you seeing that? That's why it says labor to enter into that rest. So there are people who have offered up their sons, but there are believers who can't even give up their tithe. Oh, can we talk? Can we talk? So this bowing is not, yes, sir. Yes, sir that you can actually gently before your, uh, your team lead and say oh dear silly are, are you seeing that please help me look for two or three but say are you really bowing or are you cowing please ask that person real quick if you can get out of your seat a little bit and look for somebody whose bowing status you are not sure of and help me uh, ask them say are you really bowing Alamosh, are you really bowing? Jumoke, are you really bowing? Let's look at the word in our text. See what the word says concerning this gentleman called Gideon in that text. And we'll read another place. The word says that when he heard... What had happened? What did he do? Verse 15. And so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he did what? He worshipped. So the first place to influence is not that when you get the dream, some people even before the interpretation, they've already created a carousel about it. Hey, billion dollar man unicorn without a corn in a corn tree many of us are so eager to run on the stage before bowing before the throne and let me tell you for everybody who stands on a stage somewhere a significant stage somewhere they are bowing before an altar somewhere so you want to get into the banking sector and take over. Whereas your disciplines, your consecration, your separation, your devotions are not yet consolidated in the things of God. Whereas the Bible says that everywhere that Abraham went to, he raised an altar unto God. When Noah came out of the floor, do you remember? He built an altar, offered a sacrifice. Now let me tell you how powerful Noah's sacrifice was. Please can somebody remind me How many animals, how many of each animal did Noah put into the ark? Two. So he had scarcity. He should have been holding back all the animals. Come on guys. But in the middle of scarcity, with no guarantee that the new ecological landscape will support the procreation of the few he had come on talk to me he sacrificed, now many of us our sheep have produced hundred, two hundred, two thousand you are still giving God a milestone God make it reach ten thousand fast then I go give you one small leg are you Is it sinking yeah. sacrifice, he was not sure how the earth was going to be just like covid but he took Something out of it. Let's look at another person. Noah was a was a worshiper. He bowed. Abraham bowed. David. People say, "I want to be like David. I will bring down Goliat in my generation." Yet yeah, David said, "I will not give to the Lord that which costs me nothing." So bowing is not just the physical posture; it's the heart posture, evidenced by material sacrifices. we need a generation of bowers i don't mean change your name to b-a-w-a so i'm now a bower jack (laughs) bower so he bowed let me show you another one so you see it wasn't just a a one-time thing if you see judges chapter 7 verse 15 judges 7 15 and so it was oh yeah i already read that read read that all right. Judges chapter 6, 22 to 24. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord. How? Face to face. Then the Lord said to him, peace be with you. Do not fear, you shall not die. So Gideon did what? He built an altar, built an altar there to the Lord and called it. Which is what, to this day, is still an offer of the Abiyahsra. What's the Lord's peace? Shalom. So you know, this Shalom we talk, we talk about. It came out of a bowing experience. Your peace is rooted in your worship. Oh, yo! Where are those I'm speaking to this morning? I I don't have rest. My heart is beating fast. This one is that. When was the last time you shut things down and you jettisoned your prayer request and said, God, today is just about worship? because when you have that carryover or that extra year or you after the 7 of a 14 you're trusting the lecturer to give you three more marks you remember how you went to the prayer ground of your campus you remember how you went to the spot center you remember how you turned your face to the wall you remember how you locked yourself in your room or the bq here and you rolled on the floor and said God if you don't do it it cannot be done and you rolled on the floor and some of you still remember things that came out of that experience where is that person who used to bow ever so often before life became so busy where who am i speaking where where have where the powers who used to say god i know if i take three days of food there is a way you speak to me there is a blueprint that comes to me you've been through the circles a number of times to know that if you do a prayer meeting, sometimes god is going to show up but if it doesn't show up the way you expect you will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walk in it uh, lord release upon this house a spirit of worship a spirit of sacrifice a spirit of submission a spirit of surrender somebody shout I will bow I will bow, I will bow. so Jehovah Shalom that we sing about many songs have been written about Jehovah Shalom where did come from? Ebawa Jehovah Jireh where did it come from? Ebawa Jehovah Jireh came when Abram was going to offer up his son Isaac About to cut it down, scarcity again. The proof of sacrifice is what you do when the resources are scarce. So the context for sacrifice is not abundance. The context for sacrifice is scarcity. Scarcity. Same thing. Abraham, only one child, the other one was not the full child from his primary marriage is legitimate marriage there's a country marriage are we getting this now you see this man do you get it saw the lamb and said Jehovah dispensational influencers are sacrificial worshippers you cannot so we spoke about care last week right care will cost you we can't even sacrifice your voice to start with care will cost you how many of you know that the most expensive part of a hospital is what? the intensive care unit so intensive care unit is the most expensive why? because lives depend on it can I say to you the lives in your generation depend on your intensive care unit and the intensive care unit is ICU I see you going through mess and I'm going to help you I see you going through failure I, who, who, I, need, I need to preach to somebody, I, I don't like preaching to people who are not responding. I see you going through hell and I'm committed to you. I see you going through failure and I'm committed to you. I see you. Now for those who are able to see what others are going through, they will also see resources that others won't see. Because in the ICU, you have equipment that you don't find in the general world so for those who want to remain in the general world keep on looking and see if I'm not talking to you but I've yet some ICU doctors who know that this assignment God has given me lives depend on it I need to help widows I need to help orphans I need to help marriages I need to help I didn't just say stand about it's not just your standing there's a posture in the spirit I'm looking for this morning there, there is a response in the spirit I'm looking for this morning there there is somebody somewhere who's got to but saying this is from my belly i'm not looking for no artificial listener i'm talking about a destiny carrier who is saying i see the brokenness of nigeria the brokenness of africa the destruction of gen z the confusion of the millennial generation and i'm carrying something for this dispensation if it's you i'm talking to please help me look for three but tell them uh influence has a posture influence takes a bow influence has a posture influence takes a bow. Influence has a posture. Influence takes a bow. Influence takes a bow. You can't just stand on your high horse. You can't just stand on your high horse. You've got to take a bow. Jesus didn't become the highest until they had become the lowest. Say so he that ascended was the one that descended except a grain of wheat not rise to the top of the tree falls to the ground. Takes a bow. Takes a bow takes a bow takes a bow takes a bow and for some of you all that God has been trying to do is to get you to just bow down and worship because your worship that cost you a lot can't even fight your battles as well as your worship see so you've been trying to gather people so you've done everything But bow. Because bow was the first thing you were supposed to do. Take a bow. Some of us are too distracted by a sense of urgency. (laughs) Because you have an idea of what you think your life should be by now. And so the tension in your life has nothing to do with what's going on but has everything to do with what you're comparing what's going on with. Gideon should have just said, hey, we not go agree. We not go agree. We have won. We not go agree." That's what you do. Your enemy just confirmed to you that God, who he does not serve, has given you the victory. Gideon does not even go and contact his guys first. He contacts his God first. Why do we have a generation that gives God the least and the last? The least respect and the last of our resources. The least attention and the last of our time. Just before you sleep, the last. Say, make the no say, I don't pray to O, You version count. You now quickly go there? No. 11.59, 59 seconds. Then his companion answered and said, this is nothing else, hallelujah, I've met my word count for thee, Jesus, you are alive. I rest in you. Plus, Jesus, man, Satan. Somebody shall give God your first and your best. Say, give God your bow and your bow. was not so caught up in the excitement of the guarantee of victory he was caught up in the worship of God and let me tell you one of the biggest issues of this generation, there's so much self-worship is a, a lot and many of them, they're very subtle like selfie, I hope you know that selfie at a point can become idolatry because you pay more attention to what your pictures on the camera look than the picture you're painting of God You take care of your face more than you take care of your faith. You're more concerned about the guys and the girls than the God and his glory. Idolatry. Somebody shall take a bow. Can I propose to you that you can actually worship your worry? You build a shrine for it. And when people try to encourage you out of it, you protect it. I'm enjoying my depression. I'm servicing the idol called self-absorption. Somebody shall take a bow. There is no candle. Can I get one of my candles, please? One of my candles. Just one. Quickly, please. Fast. Fast, fast, fast. There is not even one candle. Help me. Bring me the lighter. Pass me the lighter. Bring in the lighter. She be on fire. There is no way this candle can be lit without submitting to the authority of the flame. So my life was lit. Somebody shout, My life was lit. But The litness of my life is dependent on the surrender of my heart because Proverbs 20, verse 27 says, The spirit of man, hey Abela, the spirit of man is the candle of God. And we need, we need to put it, yeah, so we don't destroy our stuff. So spirit of maybe you can, yeah, put it there. The spirit of God. And it searches the inward parts. Look at what it says. Give me the one that says candle. I believe it's the KJV. The spirit of a man is the candle. It's talking about the same thing, the illuminating device, the faculty. The spirit of the man, of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. The word belly there is not speaking about your omasum, abomasum and all the components, components of, of your f- stomach. He's not talking about stomach. He's talking about the deepest ruminations of your life. So he's speaking about your heart and your subconscious mind. So God is saying that when I want to set your life in order, I don't start from your body. And I don't start from your mind. I start from your spirit. Your spirit is the only substance, only material that has a wick that can catch on my fire. Yo, yo, yo! The wax cannot catch fire without the wick. So even though your name is not wicked, eh, you have a week, eh and the enemy go wicked. Eh, your name might not be wicked, but you're gonna cause some trouble in certain circles. God put a wick in your spirit. Your spirit is the wick. The wick has the material that can keep the fire burning. But the enemy come come come, but the enemy wants you to worry about your body, to worry about the wax. The body is wax. He said, All flesh is wax, actually. He says, All flesh is grass. So the way the grass withers, the wax melts. He's saying what you ought to be concerned about is not the wax melting, it's the spirit burning. So if your spirit is burning, it makes no difference that the wax is melted. Because whilst your spirit is burning, and whilst it is day I must do the works of him that sent me if my spirit is burning though my wax is melting I can light out other candles so that when my wax is over many other lives will be current. the grace and the glory and the oil and the unction of God upon my life by the grace of God I'm going to live up to 90 but one day my wax is going to melt but guess what I already have books that are burning songs that are burning my spiritual children will keep on burning and the next generation of kameen and, and oh yeah and ronald and og and all the rest of the people they are all the what candles that are going to be burning i don't know who i'm talking to but the enemy has been distracting you about your well your melting wax leave the wax alone leave my wax alone i will wax stronger in the spirit Come and find the scripture for me that it says the child grew and waxed stronger in the spirit. I think it's Luke chapter 1 verse 30 or Luke 2.52 something like that. He said the child grew. Get in media. He said waxed stronger in the spirit. Look at that. And the child grew and waxed stronger wax strong where if your spirit is burning you're doing well. If your spirit is burning you're making progress. If your spirit is burning it makes no difference what the outward is. Whilst looking not at the outward oh yakoshimana, at the things that are seen. For the things that are seen are temporary. but the things that are unseen are invisible. See this wax the week here you can't see the rest of the week through the wax. It is hidden, so it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when we seek Him, we shall be like Him. There is more in your spirit. Listen, I look at the candle; I can see all the wax. Come, come, come! I can see all the wax, but I can't see all the weak. I can see all the wax, but I can't see all the weak. I can. I've seen your body. You might change the back or the front, but I've seen you finish. But what you will become is in your spirit, is in the depths of your soul, is it? Is in the. Arm of God is in the chambers of the divine is in the incubation of the Holy Ghost and when you begin to kadosh, shabbak, kendovaza, and entopaluma, endoskidevosha when you begin to stir up yourself in the Holy Ghost here comes something out of you that we didn't know for out of your belly shall flow rivers and look for five people I five them and tell them walk stronger in the spirit take a bow in God take a bow before God and take a power media help me find it home find it in Psalm 18 he said thou will lighten my candle he will light my candle all I gotta do is to bow and he'll set me on fire I may have I've been cold all year long but a bow will do it I may have been wet all year long but a bow will do it get me some water in the pool. get me some water in the pool. get it real quick I gotta run in no summer come 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 no come 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 with the water come come real quick here is here is come here is here is a, a candle it has not been a use pour water on me bills, desperation, fear, doubt and crisis. I'm as wet as a wasted child Prodigal son, rebellious and obscure, broken. Come, come, come! I need a camera to capture here But if I come to God, He said, I will in no wise cast out. Wet, but come. Soggy, still come. Fornicated three nights ago, show up. Broken by life, show up. Because if you show up, it don't matter how wet you were. If you stay in the fire, the fire fire will burn up the wetness it will consume the coldness and it will begin to set you on fire it may take a bit of time but stay in the fire stay around the fire because what got wet was a little cheap, but i've got a bigger tip for you there is more to you than fornicating alcoholism manipulating witchcraft rebellion obstinate dimensions envy and jealousy and weakness and infirmity. There is more to you, child of God. When you bow before God, when you bow, there will be rivers from the heavens of the Spirit. a brook bubbling like a volcano for the inside of you he says for thou will light my candle the lord will enlighten my darkness somebody holler bow bow somebody shout bow bow until your fire comes up bow until the yoke breaks loose bow until your feeble knees are strengthened until your hands are equipped Until change breaks loose on your life High five your name boy And tell him bow Bow Sisters bow, brothers bow, husbands bow, wives bow, fathers bow, mothers bow. There are many battles you win just by bowing. I love that song by Freke, I cannot bow before you. bow before men. Whenever you find yourself having to bow before too many men, it means you are not really bowing before the God who made them. Why should I go and be bowing before men when I can bow before the God who made them? You know why? Because the God who made the men can bow their hearts before his will. He says he hardened the heart of Pharaoh. That means he's in charge of the hearts of men. That was an exceptional case anyway. And it says the heart of a king is like a watercourse. In the hands of God, and it turns oh it. wherever He wills. Wherever says, like water, I can swell it around, like this, I can pour it into a bowl. Move this, this. Says, like water, I got it, I can pour it, I can turn it. I can stir it all up. God doesn't point away though. He actually, can point away if He wants. Can do anything. Gideon. He, he bowed. I have seven more points. I don't know how I'm gonna do it today. But I think we should land here this morning. Anybody who wants to reclaim their bowing? Can we practice? Can we practice? Influence has a posture. He said, Damn it, that God had poured his spirit on him without measure. Why? Posture. Your posture determines your promotion. He said, God is the one who sets one down and he lifts another. Let me let me let me tell you guys something you might not know about God. Let me just say this. Do you know that God can lift somebody who's not even qualified to invite you into a place of bowing? He can lift somebody who has nothing that you have to let you know that your faith in what you have is not the key to the elevation. And you go and ask the people who have what you think they don't have, or rather who don't have what you have, and they'll tell you it's not even what I have God can do anything and if the ultimate end of my life is to worship him why do I want to wait till that end before I start what I was born to do bow musicians bow there's a level of glory that comes with bowing it's been a long time couple of months we had an outbreak and nobody couldn't do anything we need that again God gave us something this morning we could have stayed where we stayed with the new songs that came but we need some disruption let me show you something I was listening to a a guy last night I've been following for a couple of years but I've not seen him on social media for a while and he speaks about media and stuff someone asked him a question and said what do I do if my algorithms, my numbers on social media engagement, they're not rising, they're not going up. And they said, see, it's not about you The TikTok and Instagram, they are having, most users are having a reduction or plateau in their engagements in terms of likes and shares and all. So there's that generally. And the number two, maybe your audience have become familiar with you. And then maybe the, no worry, it's not the rapture, cause I'm still here i got that from one of my pastors way back in school saying i'm sure rapture has not happened because i'm still here all right and he said sometimes the algorithm categorizes you so he said explore a different kind of posting style caption length and posting rhythm and there's a line he gave that blessed me. He said, Give the algorithms another opportunity to rediscover and recategorize you. In other words, disrupt the system. Are we following this? God has given you a pastor who's a disruptor. Some of my friends were with me yesterday. And like Peter, we can't even predict, we don't even know the next thing you are going to do not my character, I can predict my character but my expression are we following this? I'm not saying you have to be that dynamic your assignment may not require it but I'm saying don't become stale mate break the stale mate one of the ways you do it is you've been running around, something's in proposal house Some of you have been crying. I don't despise anything you're doing, but how well are you bowing? Because everybody you are running to, they also have their own problems. But there's a blessing in the bow. Let's worship the Lord. Let me run. Seven more points. Pray for me today. There's a blessing in the bow. There's a blessing in the bow.
1: Make a decision this morning to bow. it's not too late to start. It's not too late to start. God is willing and ready. To receive you, Rinka badaka re so to prekadazas. Ishamprika baba sa. bring out worship. Bow this morning. Decide, decide. A so palakadazas. In the Christe te prekada baba so to Let that light come through. Let it come through. Cruzave minosuse suze rosuses. Shamprika bada ruko pola badazas. Shen ruko polo prinda John Rakaba da sa torika tani godos. Cinco Brita brakale katouriga da gracias. Esa brakaba da basi Yes Lord, yes Lord, we present our hearts anew, O God. Yes Lord, we present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable our God. Zenka ba robri kanda da manasutorias. Eson kam robri na Yes, we change our posture this morning. We change our posture this morning, oh God. Zenga kabalasis. We reposition our hearts. We reposition our minds. In line and in alignment with your word. Can someone cry out to Abba this morning, cry out, cry out, thank you, thank you Jesus, 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 we lay it all down, we sacrifice it all, we give what may not be enough to the one who is more than enough. Yes, Lord. Let out a cry this morning. Let out a cry this morning. Thank you, Allah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Our God, we are grateful for the entrance of your word that brings light. We thank you for the understanding we have received this morning, O God. Thank you, Father, because every week is set on fire anew in the name of Jesus. Oh, we may have gone out, may have gotten wet one way or the other, but we are being stirred up and being fanned into flames once again in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, you light our candles, oh, Father. We stay burning in the name of Jesus. We take a bow in the name of Jesus. We sacrifice all that we are and all that we have, oh, God, because you are more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you are leading us. You are leading our hearts, oh Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead can quicken our mortal bodies. We are not concerned about the wax. We are not worried about the wax. We are not worried about what's around the wax, the weak. Yes, Lord, the spirit of man. Yes, we are stirred up and fired up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah, house. What a word. Can we celebrate God for the entrance of his word, for how it can transform our lives? Can we give God a praise that is due to him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. A generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings.